0: the Jesus had decided to spread the good word. We'd patched things up. Life was good. He said, Hey, I'm invited to a wedding. Do you want to be my plus one? I held him in my arms and said that I was lucky to have a son. The marriage was held at Kana. We got a bit carried away by the atmosphere of reunion, and we took advantage of what was on the table, so much so that soon there was no more wine. I whispered to Jesus, You know, I didn't tell you, because up till now you've been so pig-headed. But you can do some amazing things, like make wine appear from nowhere. He snapped his fingers, and hey, there was wine. I said to him, not everyone's going to believe you're the son of God, so let go. You're a kind of magician. You can do anything. Go thrill the crowd. Jesus went crazy. It was like Christmas for him. A real Christmas, you see. Not Christmas of the three idiot kings. He went past the fishing boats. Zap, the nets filled. He saw some guy who said, got a coin for a cripple, sir. I have no legs. Snapped his fingers and zap, the legs grew back. He even had a prophet look. Long hair, intense stare, white tunic. That was it. He got it. None too early, Jesus. High five. You know, two years more and you'll get Crusader. Ah, we'd have been two years later. Right, right. Jesus didn't just have friends. He really liked disagreeing with people who had made it. I said to him, be diplomatic. But no way. He'd turn up and say you are all wrong and I am God. Demonstration. And he'd dance the polka on water or bring back the dead. And so one day along came this guy who's a bit pissed off and who started to say, just talk to us a bit better than that, Jesus. And Jesus snapped his fingers and turned the guy into a frog. You'll tell me that's not in the Bible and that's true and let me explain why. I saw the guy turned into a frog froze time and said to Jesus, no, look, Jesus, miracles are always positive. You can't turn people you don't like into frogs like that. And Jesus said to me, look, the guy attacks me and you want me to do nothing? So I said, man, you're the son of God. You can't seriously fight him. You know, you measure a man's greatness by that of his enemies. I mean, if you really have to walk on the feet of the Roman emperor, but some random guy like that, just let it go jesus said to me but dad what if he hits me and i said just drop it we wound back time jesus refrained from transforming the guy into a frog and the guy hit him everyone held their breath and jesus super calmly said when you are struck turn the other cheek and he did it jesus mind power I know a lot of parents say, my son is fantastic and blah, blah, blah. But I have to tell you something. My son is quite fantastic. The frog business, which is what it was called from then between Jesus and me, but which no one knows about, changed my son a lot. He became the most hardline of hardline pacifists. He started to defend women condemned to death by stoning with the famous phrase, Let he who is without sin cast the first stone, which was a bit irritating. I wanted to throw a rock at him just to annoy him, which would have been 100% legit. One day, Jesus said to me, I get the feeling they're not all happy, Dad. And I said, That's normal. People hate people who give them lessons. It annoys them, and the only way for them to calm down is to hit something— if possible, another human. You don't just annoy them, but you stop them from hitting each other. They'll end up really hating you. He said, You're so right. The other day I gave some lessons to the doctors in the temple. They gave me this furious look, and you'd have said they wanted to crucify me. (laughs) We both burst into laughter. Well, me, it was a bit forced because I knew the ending. This made me think that I had stuff to do because I had to mount a plot and so forth. The idea was to crucify Jesus. It's true I was angry with him for his carpenter obsession, and that I really liked the irony, but really, Operation Jesus wasn't working at all. At the time, no cameras, radio, no journalists. Jesus brought someone back to life, say Lazarus, and there were ten hicks who knew about it. One of the hicks goes home, says to his wife, Hey you, old boiler, I saw something just wow today. And the old boiler replies, Yep, tell me that when I've done the dishes. And nine times out of ten, he'd just forget. We did max miracles, but nobody knew about them. Something really enormous, but also something close to the people. I could make a column of fire, like in Moses' time. But columns of fire don't really do it for everyone. On the other hand... Dying, being dead, and coming back to life, that's a hell of a promise. So, Jesus had to die in front of everyone, a great public show, because he was coming back. Just through that, people would talk about it for 2,000 years. Since the start, I'd kept Jesus in the dark. Well, he had some divine inkling because sometimes he'd say dreamily, some little things are going to happen to me. But it was fuzzy, as I had blurred the future. Otherwise, he'd never have stayed in Jerusalem. He'd have taken off for the Caribbean, and I'd never have seen him again. What kind of father would organise the crucifixion of his son? A heartless guy, right? I'd like to see that. A bit like a polio vaccination. It hurts at the time. The kid cries. Your heart is broken. But after that, you're fine for a long time.